Welcome to the long and short of the week ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined today by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. Welcome back, Neil. Good to have you here with us again. Thanks very much, Matt. It's great to be here. After what's been a very complicated week for for markets um, and also from a from a macro and geopolitical standpoint, perhaps you can have a look into next week for us and talk us through the the macroeconomic data points that you're going to be keeping an eye on. Yeah, thanks very much, Matt. You know, after what has been a very complicated uh, and at times dislocated market uh, last week, we look ahead to the factors driving financial markets. Now, clearly, the dominant factor remains the war in Ukraine, uh, but I'll refrain from direct comments uh, or or prediction in relation to this. Uh, Rather, we focus uh, on the macroeconomic data and events ahead. So firstly, uh, the week kicks off with the European data. Uh, We have German retail sales for January. Um, They're expected to rebound after a week of December. Uh, However, it'll be interesting to gauge the extent of that rebound uh, and where we see the trajectory for the consumer going forward. Uh, Similarly, German factory orders, uh, similar uh, rebound expected there, uh, but they're facing the same concerns uh, over rising oil prices. Uh, Both of these will be important in gauging consumer and manufacturing sector rebounds post-Omicron, obviously, and against a a still very disrupted global supply chain backdrop. The data is for January, uh, so it's likely that the current situation uh, has put more strain on both the consumer and manufacturers uh, through further sharp rises in energy costs. Uh, and through further supply chain disruptions, as we're seeing now. And on this basis, uh, the German trade data released this week highlighted a troubling drop uh, in both imports and exports, uh, resulting in a sharp drop uh, in its trade surplus. Uh, Back to the levels at the trough of the initial COVID disruption, uh, a worrying sign for Germany and for Europe, uh, again, uh, ahead um, of recent deteriorations uh, in the in the geopolitical backdrop. Uh, We also have Eurozone Centix investor confidence uh, for March, uh, which may also be relevant to gauge uh, in terms of its impact on sentiment in the region. Um, And uh, this index is historically pretty well correlated to GDP trends. So it'll be something to closely watch out for there. Next week, uh, we also get the ECB uh, so at the last meeting at the start of February, uh, there was a stark implied uh, pivot uh, from the ECB, intentionally shifting the policy debate towards policy normalization uh, and the need for policy optionality um, in uh, the face of higher than expected inflation. Now, the knee-jerk reaction of the market was to price two 25 basis point rate hikes for 2022, something that regular listeners or readers of the blog will note that we firmly disagreed with. However, recent developments, most notably uh, the acute surge uh, in energy prices, uh, have clearly reined in expectation of growth uh, and pushed up expectations of inflation. Uh, and that has really brought market pricing back in again. Uh, the March ECB will come with updated economic projections, uh, but it's likely that recent events will have shifted the market focus from inflation to growth and fears of stagflation have started to appear. It is likely that the ECB announced a tapering of asset purchases next week, but it's also possible uh, that the heightened uncertainty at the current juncture uh, means that this may not extend beyond Q2. Uh, One thing is pretty certain amid what is likely a wider spread of opinions on the Governing Council uh, is that the terms optionality and flexibility will probably have a very high word count. 
And finally, while we move into the blackout period uh, for Fed speakers ahead of the FOMC decision on the 16th, uh, the data may do the talking. Uh, so we get the CPI reading for February. Headline is expected to rise further to an incredible 7.9% uh, with 6.4% core. Uh, we have a couple of thoughts, I guess, on this front. This week, Powell reaffirmed uh, the Fed's intention to normalize monetary policy, uh, expressing his view that the 25 basis points at the March meeting is appropriate. Uh, and that all subsequent meetings in 2022 remain live and that rate hikes are the primary policy tool. So while 50 basis points remains possible, uh, it's likely that the Fed would prefer a predictable 25 basis point hike pace throughout the year so as to avoid any destabilization uh, or unnecessary volatility. It's also likely that the Fed announced the pace of balance sheet runoff in March, uh, though it is unlikely to start until later on in the year. Ultimately, uh, and as we've discussed for a number of weeks now, growth is key to the global central bank reaction functions. More nascent or fragile growth backdrops, such as in Europe, will be disproportionately impacted by energy price rises and thus the central banks less able to normalise. Uh, this likely maintains differentiation in terms of yield differentials uh, and in the currency space likely keeps the dollar uh, and for more direct reasons, commodity exporters on the front foot. Thank you, Neil. A lot to be looking out for in the week ahead. And you mentioned your blog there. So for listeners who are not familiar with Neil's regular weekly blog, it can be found at horizonsljcapital.com forward slash insights. So between now and next week, we have the weekend. Uh, it is Friday. So what do you have your eye on for the weekend? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Matt. You know, uh, as far as sport is concerned, uh, there is a full premiership schedule this weekend uh, with uh, Liverpool at home to West Ham, the only team to have beaten them this year, and Manchester City hosting Manchester United, the, the games to look forward to there. Outside of that, it looks like being a weekend uh, to look forward to upcoming events. Uh, next week's big hitting contest between Wales and France, now England and Ireland in the Six Nations. And the week after that, the start of the new Formula One season. And here in the UK, I'll be looking at the weather forecast and looking forward to the sun putting an appearance at some point. That would certainly make a refreshing change. Well, thank you once again for joining us, Neil, and sharing your thoughts on the week ahead. We look forward to catching up with you again next week. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Likewise. Information, data and views were accurate as at the time of recording. The views expressed by presenters are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Horizon SLJ Capital, Horizon Capital, or the Intesa San Paolo Group. The information and opinions contained in this recording are for information purposes only and do not purport to be full or complete. The recording is directed at professional investors only and is not intended for and should not be relied upon by other investors. Information in this recording does not constitute an offer to buy, sell, or the solicitation of any offer to buy or sell securities and or any derivatives.